0: Disney Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at eight central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area, simply at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness. One 15-minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Uh, we've got Wilson County Hyundai. Make them part of your car buying process by simply heading out to Lebanon or seeing them at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So I I, I find this upcoming conversation that's going to be interesting when, about the the Tennessee Titans because the Titans – taking care of business on Thursday night, down to nothing at halftime, coming back to win that game with a Randy Bullock field goal, 20-17 to over the Niners, who were surging. Now the Niners are in their own shaky situation as well, but did it make Christmas – this is not necessarily for you, Zach, but more for the chat. Did it make Christmas weekend less stressful, knowing that you already had a Titans win in the bank? That You could just enjoy your Christmas Eve, enjoy your Christmas day, and then watch a full slate of NFL football Saturday night into Sunday. I mean, it had to be nice and relaxing and and a good mood Christmas because if the Titans lose that game, Christmas has a little sour taste uh, in your mouth. So I got to believe the chat's feeling pretty good overall, regardless of what happened around the league too.
1: Well, it couldn't have been as worse as the surrounding game of, Mariota breaking his leg and losing to the Jags oh. and not being able. That was that was the second to last week of the season, I believe. Uh,
0: that, was, that was, that was Christmas Eve. That was yeah. Christmas. Yeah, you're right. Christmas Eve 2016, Marcus Mariota and the Titans have a must-win situation in Jacksonville for their playoff hopes. They lose, they break his leg, and it all fell apart.
1: There was another bad one at home against Philip Rivers, Ladainian Thomas, and the Chargers, where they got waxed forty-two to like ten or seventeen. Yeah, it was
0: uh, that I can't remember what year that was. That might have been like two thousand seven or something weird. I was act,
1: I was in the Titans radio booth that so night, maybe
0: it was two thousand nine because the Titans were in a situation that year. Or where where they needed to win and then have five other things happen. All five things happen and the Titans lose and in and, and on Christmas Day and it was all ruined, right?
1: Yeah, but well, and this Christmas is a lot better because now they are look, it, they're not in the driver's seat by any means, but they're lurking. The Titans are at least lurking. Where the Patriots have lost two straight, right? They they had the number one seed two weeks ago after mm-hmm. beating the Titans, and you're sitting there saying, "Oh no." Belichick you know back at it again and things have changed since then
0: yeah they absolutely have so the current standings uh as much as this disappoints me I'll I'll read through uh the standings in the AFC playoff situation the Chiefs blew out the Steelers yesterday and the Chiefs are the one seed the Titans bump up to the two seed after the Bills beat the Patriots the Bengals with a big win over the Ravens are the three uh, the Buffalo Bills right there at 4, retaking the lead in the AFC East. Then the Colts at 5, Patriots at 6, and the Baltimore Ravens, even with a losing effort, they are still in the 7th seed. The Chargers cost me way too much money by getting blown out by the Texans yesterday. Same. They are eight. Eight. I mean, I, I think the Chargers cost a lot of people money. Bet GM uh, I, I had two parlays that went down because of them. Only leg that lost. And then the uh, Las Vegas Raiders are at nine. The Steelers are at ten. And then the Dolphins have an opportunity at seven and seven. They play tonight against the Saints. They are at seven and seven. So they could win and bump up into the eight and seven group uh, right there uh, at the end of the playoff hunt. And they come to town next, right? So we'll, we'll talk about Titans-Dolphins quite a bit. Uh, over this upcoming week, but this is, this is interesting because the Titans got a must gotta have win on Thursday night. They had three other games to watch and we asked this question on Friday, which of these three is more is most likely to happen. The Cardinals beat the Colts, uh, the Steelers beat the chiefs or the bills beat the Patriots. I think most of us answered the most likely to happen is the Cardinals beating the Colts In Arizona, and then we said second is the Bills beating the Patriots, and third, the Steelers beating the Chiefs. Well, the Titans got one, they did not get the one that would have clinched the AFC South with the uh Colts outlasting the Cardinals. The Cardinals playing terrible, they're sinking. Cliff Kingsbury, no longer coach of the year candidate, Cliff Kingsbury not very good over the last month and a half, and the Cardinals are slumping. And then you've got uh the Bills who got it done against the Patriots. So that's two wins and two losses because the Steelers are terrible and got blown out by the Chiefs. So two and two, Zach. I, I, how did you overtake this entire NFL weekend from a Titans perspective?
1: Well, when three things need to happen, you know, usually that Christmas that we talked about with five things happen, usually that doesn't happen, right? Mm-mm. And they really needed six things to happen, right? For this weekend, I think Titans fans, you go into it and you say, Can you take care of business on Thursday night? They did. The second half was much different than the first half. And then the Titans got the victory over the 49ers, who, and really, they really hurt the 49ers' chance of making the playoffs because of some other situations in the NFC. Right. But you kind of went in there saying, You know, all three are probably not going to happen. We talked about the likeliness. The least likely were the Pittsburgh Steelers going into Kansas City and beating the Chiefs. We'll talk Even about without the Chiefs.
0: Travis Kelsey, right? Even without several other yeah, well, players. Yeah,
1: I get, well, we'll talk about the Chiefs later. I, I got a whole spiel on the Chiefs for this show,
0: uh, but the
1: Bills. I think we're seeking revenge. I think we both thought that last mm-hmm. week is they had a bad taste in their mouth from being embarrassed in a weird weather game in Buffalo on Monday night, where the Patriots threw the ball three times and still won and they dominated that game. If you watched it, Josh Allen played really well and they missed like multiple opportunities to score even more touchdowns. So the bills played really, really well. And, but the Colts, man, the Colts started one in four. I mean, they started Owen yep. three this year, but one in four and things have kind of turned. And I think it all had to do with Carson Wentz. He had to get healthy and also settle into the offense. The emergence of Jonathan Taylor we'll talk about later in the show, but they started to get right. Their defense started to play well. And that is besides losing both games to the Titans. The Colts are sneaky. But going into this weekend, I didn't think all three would happen. Likely, usually, you know, one out of the three, and that's what we got that's with the happened. Bills. And that, that does help. I, I mean, I'm mean, i not discrediting that. It does help that the Patriots because the Patriots own the tiebreak. Mac Jones, Austin, you said the Cardinals starting to look like you know the Cardinals that we thought earlier—they're kind of phony. The Patriots and their rookie quarterback are starting to look the same.
0: Well, yeah, and even if we talk about the Titans' loss to the Patriots, I think that was a winnable game by the Titans until they started turning the ball over and oh, yeah. fumbling the football. It, it was a, it was, it was a game where it could have been tight in the second half if the Titans didn't shoot themselves in the foot for the second week in a row after doing it the week before against the Texans.
1: Yeah, they didn't have the horses for that. No, right? of
0: course they didn't. That's why they, that's why they turned the ball So around. I don't think
1: it was a winnable game. It, it, maybe it could maybe a been. long shot, a long shot.
0: But again, my point is the Patriots are not up on a pedestal. I, I don't think the Patriots are absolutely beatable. And again, I don't even know if Carson Wentz is any good. Like, like I still watch the guy play, and I'm like, Man, he does some weird stuff. The touchdown throw that ended up being the game winner was an incredible play. Incredible play by Carson Wentz, and you can't take that away from him. But a lot of times, you're like scratching your head on how Carson Wentz doesn't have more turnovers than he, than he already has. It's just confusing. And the Cardinals couldn't cover. The Cardinals couldn't pass protect. The Cardinals couldn't catch. They couldn't run. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't make field goals. They couldn't snap the ball. The Cardinals are a disaster. And so I think... And
1: without their best wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. Unless they make the NFC championship game, which is very doubtful.
0: And I don't want to make this about Cliff Kingsbury, but Cliff Kingsbury uh, looks like he doesn't know how to play beyond the 12 game college schedule, because now that he's played game 13 and 14, they've had ugly losses, to the lions and the Colts they're dropping. They did clinch a playoff spot because of what happened yesterday, but this show isn't about the Cardinals, but Cliff Kingsbury does not look very good after how he started uh, this season. So let's ask this question overall. Overall, do you consider this NFL weekend a win or a loss for the Titans? Do you consider this NFL weekend overall a win or a loss for the Titans? But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to go to. Know who to trust. It's the folks at the Bone and Joint Institute. They've got over a dozen doctors who specialize in any type of joint injury that could happen to you, and it sucks. Injuries happen in life. Make sure you know who to go to, who to trust. They've got their main Franklin campus that can do everything. It's a state-of-the-art facility. It's, it's incredible with a rehab facility as well. And they also have satellite campuses and clinics in Brentwood, Thompson Station, and in Nolensville, boneandjointtn.org.
1: It is Sports. We are powered by BET MGM. Austin talked about the Chargers ruining his weekend. They also ruined mine. Justin Jackson got me into my fantasy championship game, but I did lose a couple hundred dollars on parlays that, man, the opportunity to really take that, but the Chargers wept the bed in, in Houston. I watched that full entire game. Chargers, The Houston was weird. Weird team that that saw mm-hmm. Davis Mills throwing bombs so and they ran the rex burkhead was the what the
0: hell like i again like i had two parlays set up with with the chargers winning money line i didn't need to just win the damn game beat one of the worst teams in football and they got they oh it was terrible
1: so bet mgm got (laughs) we get we got got over the weekend but i that's not going to keep me down my the Nuggets Uh, saved
0: my weekend last night i'll say that
1: so there you go use that promo code atoz sports uh, for new users, a risk-free bet up to a thousand dollars. Use the promo code when you sign up, though. A T-O-Z Sports.
0: All right. So do you consider this NFL weekend a win or a loss overall for the Titans? I'm trying to go through uh, and get to the top of the uh the the con- the answers here. Uh so Ryan says loss. Uh Jeff Rubel says loss. He's a Colts fan, so you take that with a grain of salt. Titan Up says win. Uh Nick says win. Scott says win. Uh, Steven says magic number one equals win. Well, you're not magic number one yet. Uh, Steven, other Steven says loss. Randy says loss. So there's a little split. Bun B with a win. Carlos with a win. Sean with a W. Deborah with a win. Um, let's see. Yogi with a win. Pinkston with a win. So it looks like wins are starting to overtake and becoming the overlying reason. Matthew Groom says a loss. and Charles says a loss. Didn't win the division yet. So that's the situation is that. The Titans had an opportunity to lock up the AFC South if a 10-4, and double-digit win team in the Cardinals just win at home over the Colts, right? And you you think going into the weekend that that should, could happen, and it didn't. I consider this, Zach, a win for the Titans because they won Thursday night, which makes everything better, right? But all they need to do is one. One is the magic number, magic number one. Maybe that's what the comment was saying earlier, magic number one. But uh, one more win by the Titans in either of these two games wins you the AFC South. So I'm not as worried about that as of right now. Now, when you look at the other two for the race for the one seed, you had to have one of these two teams drop off. And I think the the Patriots, they're gone. You don't have the tiebreaker over the Patriots. So you had to have them lose. So they're out of there. The Steelers were not always likely,
1: though. We both felt that the Bills were going to beat the Patriots.
0: Yes. And so, but that was was the Patriots' best opponent remaining. And so you kind of needed the Pats to go down this weekend. Well, we
1: got to figure out a little bit more about Miami tonight and And Sunday.
0: Yes. And so, and the the Dolphins really need to win out if they want to make the playoffs.
1: But they've been winning out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. again, they literally have been doing exactly I, I, that. I, the Bills, I think, are better than the Dolphins. So I thought, I think, that the, the Bills the best team remaining on the Patriots' schedule. So you check that one off. The best team left on the Chiefs' schedule was not the Steelers. It's the Bengals, who are upcoming this week, and the Bengals are hosting the Chiefs. So the Titans at home versus the Dolphins, Bengals hosting the Chiefs. Now you're watching this. The Titans take care of business at home. And the Bengals, who Joe Burrow threw for 1,000 yards yesterday, and a lot of touchdowns, a lot of points against the Ravens, that can be a shootout in Cincinnati. Can the Cincinnati Bengals give the Titans a solid and loft them up to the one seed if the Titans take care of business against Miami? So overall, it's a win for me because the the Patriots went down and hopefully the Chiefs can go down this upcoming week.
1: Well, that's, I think that's the issue. And so yeah. that's why but I you
0: had to get one of those two and you got one of them. Well,
1: you know, there's three. What do you mean?
0: Um, again, the AFC South is in your control. If you're the Titans, you win one more game and and you're, and that's yours. Right. So the AFC South's in one. Yeah. Game. But the Colts not losing
1: made that more difficult. They're still in your, there's still the boogeyman in the closet. Yeah, they, but, he hadn't, but he hadn't gone away. But He's Zach, still under like, the
0: if we're talking about the Patriots and the Chiefs, the Titans have to win out for these things that, to happen anyway. So if you win out and you're worried about Patriots and Chiefs, the one seed, then the division is taken care of. Like, yeah, again, You're trying to get the one seed. I, I, I know that. So <laughs> that's, what, that's my point. So that means if you're trying to get the one seed, then the, the division is going to be taken care of along the way.
1: So here's why I think this weekend is, I I would categorize it more as a loss than a win. I think it was still a, a successful weekend, right? Because the Titans won on Thursday. But I think it's more of a loss because the two main boogeymen in this conversation are the Colts and the Chiefs. Let's start with the Colts. The Colts are surging. The Colts are really good. And I bet you, Austin, and maybe we'll do this, if you pulled this chat of almost 400 people live right now, I bet you they would say the one team that they really don't want to meet in the first round of the playoffs is the Indianapolis Colts. Absolutely. there's That no may arguing. be the entire playoffs. There's so no with, the Colts, with the Colts beating the Cardinals and not going away, or at least, I mean, the Raiders beat the, 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 the Broncos this weekend. So they're still in it. The AFC is still bunched, right? Oh, absolutely. You don't want the Colts to be in the playoffs. Like that, that is honestly your main goal, but them winning over the weekend on Saturday against the Cardinals, they, that did not become a reality. So I think that is one of the reasons why it's a loss. And here's the other reason. And Austin, I'm going to have to, uh, and, and for the chat, we're going to take a little stroll down memory lane because I was like, man, I've been talking about the chiefs, the chiefs, the chiefs for a long time. I was like, I gotta go remember what I said. (laughs) <laughs> so i went back and i checked the tape okay november 9th okay yeah. november 9th almost two months ago the chiefs were three and four austin you may have to pay me money to be on the show because i look like a psychic i look like a psychic for that. all right take a step back for the chat okay. november 9th we said who is the biggest threat to the titans for the number one seed in the afc This is what went down. Kansas City Chiefs, they have Patrick Mahomes. And I'm sorry. Patrick Mahomes, I know this is not the same team, but I
0: it's you never count out a guy like that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why you're wrong about the Chiefs. Chiefs are are this is crazy. Zach, the Chiefs are one and four in the AFC. They're one and four in the AFC.
1: They still and the have t- Patrick oh, so, Mahomes.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They can't do it. They can't catch up. They cannot catch up to the Titans for the number 1 seed. They can't do it. Like you talked about you it, me doing my research. The no, no I, actually, I said it's the Chiefs or uh, the Chiefs or the Chargers. I said or, not it, and. It, I said it, or. Okay, then then remove the Chiefs because it can't be that because I I will that, not
1: remove the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. I have too much respect for for him at quarterback being the best in the league i cannot just sit there and scrap him regardless of the tie break i do understand
0: that no but you don't understand because I, listen I do. listen let me let me finish what i was going to say you saying the chiefs being one of the biggest threats for the titans for the number one seed in the afc means you think the titans will lose four more afc games because the only way the only way the Chiefs supplant the Titans as the number one seed is if they, if the Titans have more AFC losses than the Chiefs, and really the and and, and less and more losses overall than the Chiefs. That's
1: the key. The road is not through the AFC record, Austin. It, 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 the road it is. is the Titans. No, the road is the Titans not slipping up. That I mean, we we preface this entire conversation, Austin, of the Titans taking care of business. But if they don't. If they lose to the Patriots, away. If they lose to the Steelers on the road, and then they slip up against a team that they should absolutely beat, you never know. That's what we are talking about. This road is not just a lazy river right to the one seed. That's not how the NFL works. Any given Sunday, the Bills just lost to the damn Jags. So I say all of that because of Patrick Mahomes. There you go. So the Titans... Lost on the road to the Patriots. The Titans lost on the road to the Steelers. And they slipped up against a team they should have beat in the Houston Texans. And where are we now? Where are we now? We are, the Chiefs are in the driver's seat. Look, that Cincy game is going to be a good game this weekend. I can't wait to watch it. Tony Romo and Jim Nance told me yesterday they're going to be on the call. Mm -hmm. Yes, sign me up. Can't wait. But, the Chiefs are in the driver's seat, and another reason why I would call this a loss is because they didn't lose, and they don't look like they're going to lose. The Chiefs look like they're going to end this season with only four losses, and that tiebreak over the Chiefs that the Titans got way back earlier on in the season. At the end of the day, it's not going to matter, and that's why if I put the, if my the
0: Chiefs chips lose up. to the Bengals, it does
1: matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why I put my chips up, though, Austin. Uh, With Patrick Mahomes, you told me I was nuts, crazy. I wasn't doing my research. No, I did do my research because I looked at the Chiefs' schedule and I bet on Kansas City. The back-to-back AFC champions, right? They've been to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. They won one, lost one. That's where I put my money. So, and look, this is not, it was to rub it in your face a little bit. Of course, really, overall, it's to show this is how this show works. If I were to say something stupid two months ago and you that it's all fair, right? A lot of shows and I, and I, I say this cause a lot of shows don't do this crap, right? They go through and say, Oh, well they don't have the receipts of Colin Cowherd saying Mac Jones is awful. Then Mac Jones looks like Tom Brady and then Mac Jones is awful again. We don't flip flop on this show. I have stayed true to the chiefs and I believe that, I mean, they are in the driver's seat for the number one seed.
0: They're the best team in the AFC. Well, and and look, I I don't disagree that they're the best team in the AFC right now. But again, like the the Chiefs, the Chiefs were a, the Chiefs benefited from their schedule. And you got that right. And and their defense also turned it up several notches, right? Because you, you beat the Giants where the offense didn't look good. You beat the Packers where Aaron Rodgers was out. 13-7, Thirteen to seven. Your offense didn't still didn't look that good. You blew out the Raiders. The Raiders are wish washy You stuffed the Cowboys up and held them to the nine. Then you did the same thing to the Broncos after that. You, th- three straight games the Chiefs only allowed nine points. Cowboys, Broncos, Ra- Broncos, Raiders. Then, then then the Steelers are terrible. And that Chargers game two Thursday nights ago was, was overtime. Game. That was it, right? And I guess I was banking on the Chargers winning that game. And, and or the Bengals beating the Chiefs, right? That's where I was kind of banking that the Chiefs would lose one of those two, which is still a possibility.
1: No, it is. And look, the Titans still have, I've got, I've had two things all season. L- literally, if you've watched this show and watched this show consistently, I've said, I think the Chiefs, probably the biggest threat to the Titans to get the number one seed. That's true. And I've also said if the Titans do get the number one seed, I believe with Derrick Henry returning, hopefully Julio Jones getting his act together and the defense and the way that they're playing, and I'll sprinkle this in. Mike Vrabel is now an experienced NFL head coach. He's gone through playoff losses. He's gone through playoff wins. He's gone through ups and downs. He's gone through an injury-ridden COVID season. I believe Mike Vrabel can coach his team If, in fact, they're the number one seed with home field advantage through the playoffs, I think they go to the Super Bowl. So those are my two things. Chiefs are the biggest threat, and the Titans, if they get the one seed, they're going to the Super Bowl. I can't wait to see what this team could be if A.J. Brown is playing like he is playing and Derrick Henry coming back with a chip on that man's shoulder because that man's shoulder is as broad as California to North Carolina, and and he's got something to prove. We haven't heard King Henry. We haven't heard him from his throne, and – It kind of leads us into our conversation a little bit later in in Jonathan Taylor and all that squawk. But the Titans are going to be dangerous. I just think the Chiefs' offense is still the Chiefs' offense, and now they've changed their defense, which is their – that's kind of been their biggest struggle over the last couple of years. That's a scary football team. The best part about all of this, to wrap that up, we got still a lot of football left to be played and a yeah. lot of things can change. You could go
0: up and down. I mean, the bills still think that they got a, a puncher's chance, right? And, like, and who I, don't, knows? I don't, I don't disagree. And look the right now, like the matchups are interesting. If you look right now in the playoffs, right? Because you got the bills, Colts wildcard rematch. Ooh, one team would go down in that situation, right? The Titans and Ravens and card weekend. That sounds pretty good too. And then the Bengals and the Patriots with two young quarterbacks Uh, Who played each other in the SEC? I I find there's so many things that are fascinating about what's going on right now. And if the Titans can have the Bengals lose or the Bengals beat the Chiefs and then beat the Dolphins, beat the Texans, take care of business, now the Titans have an opportunity to watch all that happen and have the war of attrition uh, play out around the AFC. But the Titans are in a good spot because they were able to get AJ Brown back, who balled out Thursday night and helped you beat and really. Helped you where Brian Tannehill beat the Niners to set up these two last weeks. So, uh, anything else well, left on this conversation? Yeah, yeah. One last thing. Okay.
1: AFC versus NFC. The only AFC team that has a, the playoffs locked up are the Kansas City Chiefs because they won and the Chargers lost yesterday. In the NFC, Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Bucks, and Cardinals all are, are playoff bound. There's still so much mystery about this AFC. The Colts could backdoor their way into an AFC champion or AFC South championship, which is nuts. We don't know what the Ravens are because Lamar Jackson hasn't played. And then the Raiders, they're they're the creep. They're the creepster behind the trash can that's like kind of glaring at you. And you don't know whether he's going to go away and mind his own business or he's going to creep up. I don't know if you watch the Raiders Broncos game. Derek Carr is making some plays yesterday. So there's some AFC teams and the Dolphins. We mentioned this. I don't know what the Dolphins. I feel like the Dolphins could be good. I could also see them losing to the Saints tonight on Monday Night Football. So, and then the Titans really got to face the Dolphins. That's kind of a, we got all all week and three times on Sunday to talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins are weird. And I don't think you want
0: to play a weird team this late in the year. Right, but the tit—I I say one thing: the Titans, the Colts losing—I'm sorry, the Colts winning uh, on Saturday night to make the Titans still in need of a win to lock up the South. I think helps in this ma- in this matchup, Titans Dolphins. Right, both teams need a win, and the Titans do not want to go to Houston for a third year in a row with a win and in situation, because that's what's happened the last two years. You win and you're in. You got to have it, whether it's a wild card win or to win the division. You do not want that to happen again, especially after the Texans somehow have a Rex Burkhead has his first 100 yard rushing game. And I don't know how long Davis Mills, uh, the Titans already are not very good against rookie quarterbacks under Mike Vrabel and Davis Dude, Mills playing. I, watched,
1: I told you, I watched all four quarters of that game because it was a huge fantasy weekend for me to get in my championship. Davis Mills was throwing dimes, on passing third downs, I mean, I swear to God they were, like, close to 70%. Like, third down, passing downs, third and three, third and six, third and nine, conversion, 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 conversion. Mills. It, it is crazy. So, I agree. You don't want to be in that situation at the end of the year against the Texans who have now had a couple of weeks to kind of maybe find their identity, which is weird. Like, we, the Jags are, whoo! The Texans are still fighting.
0: Yes, and so the the Titans and and Dolphins are at noon. The Bengals, Chiefs are also at noon. So those games will simultaneously, real quick, uh, I do see the Titans have opened up as a field goal, three three to three and a half point favorite, and the Chiefs are four and a half point favorites on the road in Cincinnati. So, again, the, the Colts winning makes the Titans desperate for a win again. So I think that helps situationally in this matchup coming up where the Dolphins come to Nashville uh, in six days. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday following Christmas weekend. Hope everybody's had a great Christmas weekend. We're going to have a big week heading into the New Year's weekend as well with college football and the Titans-Dolphins game on tap. I've got something that I think is a massive big reason of why the NFL national media is slobbering so much over Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. But first, Zach, tell everybody, about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It is that simple quick trip down I uh I-40 exit 236 then you can take a look at that Palisade. If you want 2022 to be your year, maybe trade in that minivan that your wife's been driving the kids to school at. Hey, try try the palisade third row seating it's sleek it's luxury it's fuel efficient and it's cost effective i mean it has all of those qualities all in one and it's a full-size suv if you're looking for a sedan they also have the sonata and the elantra they've got you covered that is pain bone he owns wilson county hyundai family owned and operated they'll hook you up with a great deal tell them a to z sports sent you that's wilsoncountyhyundai.com
0: don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZSports to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet uh, after your first deposit. Again, that's code ATOZSports. When you download the BetMGM app, it's a great opportunity to jump on uh, and, and build your bankroll with BetMGM. You either win that first free bet and get the, get the return of it, or if you lose it, you get all that money back in free bets to continue to build your bankroll with the BetMGM app. Download the app, use code Sports and visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years older, must be present in Tennessee, and for gambling, pop sport call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Zach, the slobbering of Jonathan Taylor is out of hand, and I think it's ridiculous um, that Jonathan Taylor is receiving this much attention for the league's MVP. Because of what Derrick Henry did last year, the Titans won the division. Derrick Henry had the fifth best season from a running back in NFL history and didn't receive a single vote. Jonathan Taylor is on a team that is not their division leaders. They are still, I mean, look, they're on a surge right now, and the Colts are a good team. Uh, But again, Jonathan Taylor is a great running back but he is not deserving of winning the NFL MVP, and he has become the hottest thing in the league for the NFL national media to just jump all over. Why? For clicks, for retweets, for followers, for the attention. Whenever I see a national media member give an over-the-top tweet about Jonathan Taylor, they are taking, in my mind, this opportunity to activate the Colts fan base to their account. I believe they're pandering for attention and follows from a fan base. <laughs> pandering? Yes. I like that, that word. I, this, is, this is what a big reason why you see all of these NFL <laughs> like Trey Wingo is a great example. Trey Wingo, who I respect a lot, I like a lot, and but he is no longer on the big network. Where does Trey Wingo work right now? I don't even know. He's not on TV. So he's basically out of our lives, right? So Trey Wingo has to tweet some elaborate thing about Jonathan Taylor being a generational running back when he's not. He's a really damn good running back. Is he generational? Hell no. He's really good. But he's not generational. But Trey Wingo needs attention because he's not on TV anymore. Trey Wingo, nobody pays attention to Trey Trey Wingo that much. And so – He's all over Jonathan Taylor to get those Colts followers and the NFL is pushing the Colts and Jonathan Taylor because they have him on hard knocks. The NFL knows what they're doing. Hard knocks is on throughout the season for the first time ever. Have anybody watched any of it? No, zero. I forgot about it until I was like, Oh yeah, this is why. So the, a big reason why NFL media is doing this with Jonathan Taylor because it's an opportunity to get them attention from a fan base that hasn't, drawn the attention in the last few years since Andrew Luck retired, right? So now, over the last three years, national media wasn't benefiting off of talking from the Colts. Now they can, and they're taking advantage of it.
1: Austin, have you seen the cover of ESPN.com this morning?
0: Yeah, I know A.J. Brown's a part of it, and so so is Jonathan Taylor, right?
1: Jonathan Taylor.
0: Yeah, A.J. Brown's right below him. So I, I don't know if that's me and you clicking on that being located where we're located that we're getting that maybe it is, but I do find that interesting.
1: Yeah. And the pandering thing is, is very interesting. I I actually, I appreciate this take. I think that I, and I agree with it. I didn't know what it was going to be at the beginning of the show, but I I do think that they are trying to dig. And here's the other thing I'm going to add on to the tail end of your theory, Austin. I believe that they are hitching their wagon or trying to bolster Jonathan Taylor because the Aaron Rodgers saga was earlier on in the year. They've already kind of spent that. Aaron Rodgers, well, and, Rogers, and, Aaron and especially now it's a trigger, right? Because yeah. the association with COVID and immunization and Aaron Rodgers' attitude. And I think. A lot of the, and I will say this, okay? This is not a political show. This is a political statement, but this is not a political show. I do believe the media is majority liberal. I don't think that they appreciate Aaron Rodgers. They don't like the agenda that he is trying to push. So they are later in the season, not doing that. Who is the favorite to win MVP? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Who's probably going to win
0: MVP? Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, I said this months ago whoever is the quarterback of the number one seed in the NFC is going to win the MVP because it was either going to be Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, or Matthew Stafford or Kyler Murray. It was going to be one of those five dudes and And they're all big names. And they, if they, whoever's number one seed wins MVP. I'm with you
1: on the Jonathan Taylor thing and the pandering by the media, but I think there is a second underlying meaning. And that is because they don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers because they don't like his political but, views.
0: But in Aaron Rodgers, because somebody in the chat said that Aaron Rodgers has been unlikable for a while. <laughs> like People.
1: But but Austin, Austin, here's the difference. The media likes unlikable characters, but the media does not like unlikable characters when it has to do with COVID. That's the difference. They prop up and have for the the history of sports. I I, I get you. I get you.
0: They love them. They love the weirdos like Dennis Rodman. They like the, because they're polarizing. They like, because polarizing means engagement, right? But not when they're
1: against the overall media's agenda when it comes to COVID-19.
0: Sure. That's a different wrinkle that plays into it. I'm not, I'm not denying that whatsoever. But
1: it's a wrinkle that affects our lives so much today that it cannot be ignored. I actually, I mean, again, I did not. Playing to go in down that road, but that's kind of the road that I think we were led on because Aaron Rodgers is having a superb year on national television on Saturday. Everybody watched that Packers Browns game surrounded by their family. They want because it was a damn good
0: game at the end. And Aaron Rodgers broke Favre's record and and all that stuff, right? Right.
1: And Packer fans, I mean, that's a you talk about trying to get Packer fan Packer fans, and we know on the back end of of NFL fan bases much bigger than the Indianapolis Colts. So I I'm actually kind of now that we've settled this conversation, I'm actually think it's more about Aaron Rodgers no, I, I than think Jonathan it's, Taylor.
0: No, I think it's I think it's about the I think it's about pandering to the Colts. And, like, all, like, the the Colts have some superior talent. Like, although, oh, my gosh, look at all their pro bowlers. Like, they, they had this graphic that showed how, how big their talent is, and they had the face of their long snapper. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody's been like, man, you see how talented this team is? Their long snapper's a pro bowler. It's just, like, it's everything is so over the top the about the thing, Indianapolis yeah. Colts. And they're not even the leaders of the division. Like, sure, they're hot as hell right now, and they are a dangerous team. I don't disagree with that. It's just been so over the top and people are, and they're, they're pandering so hard for Jonathan Taylor. Like they forgot that Derek Henry is still alive. They don't even treat dead people. They remember dead people more than they remember Derek Henry. Oh
1: God, I know. And well, and I think, I think Derek Henry, you know, he's, he definitely sees all this stuff over the last, you know, eight, nine weeks. He knows. And, and just coincidentally, you know, the, the injury occurred against the Colts. And ever since then in Indy, nobody's talking about Derrick Henry. Look, Austin, I tweeted this out and I I meant this. People watching and tweeting about Jonathan Taylor this year must have not even seen Derrick Henry at all last year. It's gross. An emphasis on it's gross. I'm not an all caps guy, a double all caps guy. I went at all. I should have been, it's gross. Because 22 is the best running back in the league and has been for the last two plus years. Look at the stats. You talk about MVP, and this will lead us into our next conversation. Jonathan Taylor has not even rushed over 200 yards in a single game all season. Not a single game has Jonathan Taylor rushed over 200 yards. Austin, last year, Derrick Henry did that three freaking times. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Now you're getting my blood boiling. That it it irritates me. And again, I have no dog in the hunt. I could care less, but it does the pandering Austin is starting to 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 kind of get to me, get to my mind. And I think it's getting to uh Titans fans, obviously, and NFL fans all over the country. It's in the uh, Packers fans. We discussed that. But not a single time has he rushed
0: over 200 yards. Derrick Henry did that three times last year. Yeah. Derrick Henry averaged 126 yards rushing per game last year. Jonathan Taylor is averaging 108 rushing yards per game last year. That's 18 yards more per game that Derrick Henry had last season. Derrick Henry has not played since Halloween. It's after Christmas. Derrick Henry is still fifth in the NFL in rushing touchdowns. So your tweet about people not watching Derrick Henry last year, they've forgotten what Derrick Henry has done this, this year. year. this year he is sixth in the nfl in rushing yards he hasn't played since halloween it'll be two months before this weekend for him to before this upcoming nfl week and he's still sixth in the league in rushing yards and fifth in rushing touchdowns look i i
1: I think Titans players said this once, once he went down I, the theme of all of their tweets after they realized that Derrick Henry could be lost for the majority of the season, the return will be epic, right? That that was, I felt like that was what the, the, cause the players knew that he wasn't going to be out now. Adam Schefter didn't know this, but the players knew that he wasn't going to be out for the entire year. He, they weren't going to sit him down and put his ass on season ending. IR. He was going to come back, and he was going to come back at the right time. Now we've heard the reports from Diane Orsini and around the, the facility that he's he's starting to you know look like Derrick Henry of old, or at least coming back from an injury of old. And, I, I mean, I think the Titans could surprise the NFL in a big way. If you make it to the Super Bowl, like all the NFC teams, there's some damn good NFC teams. The Rams look really good. The Packers look really good. The Bucs even look good without their stars. And Godwin being out, Evans will return. Their defense looks solid. And then the Cowboys, (laughs) how about them Cowboys last night? Their offense finally started to play to the level of their defense. And Austin, I've watched every single Cowboys game this year because of A to Z Sports Dallas. If that team plays at the same level, offense and defense, I don't think anybody can beat them. And I've never, I don't think, said that about a Dallas Cowboys team since Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and Michael Irvin.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey will ask, Austin, awesome, what is Derrick Henry in carries this season? So I mentioned Derrick Henry, sixth in rushing yards. He's also sixth in total carries. So again, that's even, right? <laughs> like, but again, he hasn't, he's only played in eight games. He's only played in eight games. Everybody else has played in 15 games. Nick Chubb's played in twelve. Like Nick Chubb's having a fantastic year too. He's played in twelve games. He's got eleven hundred yards and ten touchdowns. You know. Uh, so again, Jonathan Taylor's having a great year. Jonathan Taylor deserves to be the NFL AP Offensive Player of the Year. But the fact that Jonathan Taylor, people are pandering to the Colts and Jonathan Taylor that he should win the MVP, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And-
1: and KC James brings up on the, the Cowboys statement says Dallas is not as tough as Tennessee. I would agree that, but that's not their makeup. They are not a tough football team. The Titans are a tough football team because they're physical. They run the ball. They try to beat you up in the first half and try to take advantage of that. In the second, the Cowboys are just trying to get on their level, right? They are run and gun. They have the fast speedy wide receivers, even tough. You bring up KC, uh, you bring up, you know, tough, you know AJ Brown, he I think raises the level of toughness just from his return, and God, if Derrick Henry would raise that toughness even more, the Titans are not out of it by any means. Now they got to take care of the last two games to be in it, but I I do think I like where they're trending. Uh, man, I'm I go back to this really curious about Miami tonight because you you talk about the hottest teams, the Colts are one of the hottest teams. The hottest team is Kansas City. The second hottest team, Austin, the Miami Dolphins.
0: It's crazy. It's true. <laughs> uh, no, they're not the second hottest team. The hottest team. The, where's the Chiefs in this? Colts. You, Colt? you didn't listen. Do you you, well, you I mean, didn't you listen saying,
1: to a word I said.
0: Well, so okay. So the, where are the Colts in that? The you think the Dolphins are hotter than the Colts?
1: Dude, you didn't listen to what I said. I literally named the Chiefs the Dolphins and the the Colts. You said the second
0: hottest team is the Dolphins. That's what Yeah, the first hottest
1: team is the Colts or is the, the Chiefs. That's
0: what I said. So the Dolphins are hotter than the Colts?
1: Yes. Look at their record. Look at the consecutive games that they've won.
0: Uh, that, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I, I get it. They've had the long second longest or the longest winning streak, maybe, or second longest winning streak. But I don't know about, I don't know about hot. Like they've
1: I won think, six in a row. What are you talk about You no, don't know about I, hot.
0: Yeah, they could I, win I think, seven in a
1: row going in if they beat the Saints tonight. Who's playing? Uh, read me a book from Notre Dame. You, you go into the Titans game seven straight wins. That's not the Miami Dolphins of old. All I'm doing is saying, watch out. The Dolphins are weird. They are the second hottest team in the NFL. The Chiefs are the hottest. And the Colts are, look, right there in the third. What do you know? The Titans are battling with the Chiefs for the number one seed, battling with the Colts for the AFC South title, and have to play the Dolphins next week. That's not a great spot to be
0: in. Yeah, I just don't think that they're hotter than the Colts. I think the Colts are hotter than the Dolphins. I think the, the Colts are a better team than the Dolphins overall. The Dolphins are on fire, dude.
1: They haven't lost. In
0: but seven. they also they also the same team started one and seven. <laughs> so, I mean, they've gotten things under control. Tua
1: Tua's turned a to turn quarter.
0: What about, the, what about the Packers? The Packers' latest loss was when Aaron Rodgers was out with COVID.
1: Right, but uh, the Packers have not. Uh, the Packers could have lost that game <laughs> against the Browns, right? That was a very close game. The Browns aren't great. I'm sure
0: the Dolphins have played close games over the last <laughs> over the last two months, month and a half, right? I'm just saying. In the AFC, watch out. All right. Let's let's just go look and see who the Dolphins have beat in the six games. Like like they beat the, the Texans. The Ravens on third we talked about the Ravens primetime game, which is a win. That weird was with game, right? Lamar
1: Jackson, though. It
0: was, it was, and it was a very strange, like, whoa, what the heck happened to the Ravens, right? Then they beat the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, and the Jets. <laughs> so the Texans, the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, and the Jets. Disasters all across the board. All across they, the
1: board. They win the, they beat the Saints. Well, look, also, if the Titans play like they did in the first half against the 49ers for four quarters, they're gonna lose. <laughs>
0: Yes, and then now the, the the Dolphins get the Saints with a third or fourth quarterback. I think Ian Book is the Saints' fourth quarterback. And so now the the Dolphins are the benefactors of the Texans, the Jets, the Panthers, the Giants, the Jets and the Saints on their fourth quarterback. In the
1: the the Miami Dolphins, I as I said, are weird. Yes. They they could backdoor their way into a playoff spot
0: and that's not a team you want to play late in the season. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And look, I, I just don't think the Dolphins have played anybody. So let' all right, we kind of go Monday Night Football. That's the best part. Yes, yes, it is. So we get to watch it all. But the Dolphins have. I mean, if they want to make the playoffs, they've got to beat the Saints, the Titans, and the Patriots. Like they got to be deal. earned. Yeah, they have to do it. They got to end it on a on a what uh, nine game winning streak to make the playoffs, which would be nuts. So, all right, A to Z Sports here live. Let's let's keep this last question here because I, I do think it's different than what we've just talked about. Uh, is Jonathan Taylor deserving of an MVP vote? Is Jonathan Taylor deserving of an MVP vote? We, we, I don't think either of us think he's going to win it, but does he deserve to get an MVP vote and we'll talk about what Derek Henry did or didn't get last year. But real quick, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the area. Simply go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. They can create extra cash flow for you and your family, create long-term equity, which means long-term wealth, and get your retirement plan ready just by turning your property into rent estate. It's a great opportunity. And Renters Warehouse does all the work for you. They fund the tenants. They price the property. They do all the maintenance calls, all the work. They collect the money. You just get paid the money at renterswarehouse.com.
1: It is eSports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. You use the promo code ATOZ Sports. If you're a new user, you get a risk-free bet up to a thousand dollars for your first bet. I mean, that's a great deal for BetMGM, our title sponsor here on the morning show.
0: All uh, right, it is eSports here live on this Monday. Is Jonathan Taylor deserving? of an MVP vote. Last year, there are 50 MVP votes, right? Last year, Aaron Rodgers got 44 votes. And there's not like a first place vote, second place vote, third place vote. It's just one vote of who should win the MVP. So last year, Aaron Rodgers got 44 of the 50. Josh Allen got four. And Patrick Mahomes got two. So that's how the 50 were split. Zero for Derrick Henry. So is Jonathan Taylor deserving of an of at least one MVP vote this year. What's the chat saying?
1: I don't think that it is about will he get it? It's deserving, right? Yes. So there's a difference is he in the deserving of
0: it. Is he deserving of it? Top
1: tier says no, Malachi says no, uh yes because the MVP race is lackluster from Mike. Not one vote. Cup is more deserving from Dustin. Uh that's interesting. And, and Cup had another good game yesterday against the Vikings. Uh, and Sheila comes in and says, Cup should win MVP. Hell no from Scoop. Hell no uh, from Behaven. Uh, no, he's average at best. <laughs> Hell no. He deserves the conversation, not the vote from Danny. So that's kind of interesting. So a lot of, I mean, the majorities are no of not even deserving of a vote.
0: So I'm, I'm pulling up the odds via BetMGM. And I see the top three are uh, Aaron Rodgers at plus 150, Tom Brady at plus 175, and Jonathan Taylor at plus 800. So Aaron Rodgers plus 150, Brady at plus 175, Taylor at plus 800. When does the vote occur? Um, I I don't know. My computer's taking. A- I
1: do think that that matters. It's right? a regular
0: they- season award. Playoffs do not count. Pl- whatever happens in the playoffs means zero to the MVP award.
1: So I think here's my answer, uh, and this is unique with the playoff race. If the Packers lose one of their next two games, then everybody co- it comes back down. You have a four way tie. Rams, Bucks. Cowboys and Packers. I, I haven't done the math of that, but that's a little actually, murky.
0: The, actually, these odds have updated. My bad. Let me let me go ahead and update these. Um, So Aaron Rodgers is minus one eighty nine.
1: Yeah, because I you. saw him at one minus one seventy
0: five. So yeah. I, I looked at some ones from the before this upcoming week, right? So my minus minus one eighty nine for Aaron Rodgers. Jonathan Taylor and Tom Brady are both plus six fifty. Then Allen and Mahomes are plus 1,200. Then it's Dak Prescott plus 2,000. And then Cooper Cups at 2,500. So all the Cooper Cup people, there's just zero chance. Wide receiver's
1: uh, not going to win the MVP. Yeah, yeah, you know?
0: yeah, yeah, But he's had a great year, no doubt about it. But um, The answer
1: is no. It's he's no.
0: not deserving of a single vote?
1: No. If Derrick Henry, I don't give a damn about the field, to be honest. If Derrick Henry, with a 2,000-yard season, with three times rushing over 200 yards, and... A division title for his team, he should have gotten at least one vote instead of Patrick Mahomes getting two or Josh Allen getting four a season ago. I, I think Aaron Rodgers is the clear cut MVP this season. I, I think that is the case. Tom Brady is not going to get it because of his weapons. And the honestly, the loss to the Saints on, on Sunday night last week. Shut out. And yeah. I, I I don't think that he's deserving because I don't think the Colts are going to win the
0: division. So here's uh, everything you just said about Derrick Henry, I completely agree with. I, I think Derrick Henry was absolutely deserving of votes, plural, last year, and he didn't get any, which is, is still a highway robbery f- that Derrick Henry did not get a single vote for NFL MVP last season. I think Jonathan Taylor is deserving of a MVP vote this year. I, I don't know who it's going to be that's going to do it. Probably a guy who has ties with the Indianapolis Colts franchise who has a vote because there's only 50 of them, right? But I, I think whenever there's, there's has no, in your vote.
1: opinion, it's not, Willie. to get it in your opinion? You think he's deserving of a vote
0: of a vote? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think not
1: maybe your vote, not my
0: a. vote. I mean, I don't have a vote probably never will don't care, but I will, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't give my vote, but if somebody voted for Jonathan Taylor and it was like Aaron Rodgers had 44 again, Tom Brady had four and Jonathan Taylor had two. I wouldn't be upset because here's how I view this is that there's always somebody who does something and gets robbed and doesn't get the recognition. But the guy after that person gets more recognition because of what the guy before did. Back in the day, NFL days, Deacon Jones was an absolute freak. Deacon Jones had so many sacks that will always be uncounted because the NFL did not count sacks as an official stat. But because of Deacon Deacon Jones, we count Sacks as an NFL stat, it robbed Deacon Jones. He's a Hall of Famer, so it did not really rob him that much. But from all the records, Deacon Jones will not be recognized as good as he should be, as highly as he should be in NFL sacks because there was zero sacks. But he's the reason why we count sacks, and so for Derrick Henry, he got robbed of this. But it doesn't mean that Jonathan Taylor' their, Taylor's their seasons the- aren't
1: even close.
0: I understand what you're saying, but this year, because of the, because Kyler Murray's fallen off, Matt Stafford's fallen off, Dak Prescott's not, he's a comeback player, not the MVP, and because there's, and Mahomes hasn't had an outstanding year, right? And Brady had the lot, because there's not a lot of quarterbacks around, and Derrick Henry got hurt, that's an obvious one, because Henry got hurt, and because of the attrition around the MVP race, Jonathan Taylor is second or third. And I always think, a second or third is deserving of at least a vote. And so Dion says, So Austin, you're talking about a pioneer of the situation. Yes, Derrick Henry is a pioneer of the running backs in this day and age of the NFL. So I, I think I think he is a I think he's deserving for what he means for his team this year. The Colts are back in this thing. In a dangerous team because of Jonathan Taylor and their defense. Not because of Carson Wentz. And the Titans were 11-5 and last year because Derrick Henry was that dude who was having a, an incredible season. And it sucks that Derrick Henry got robbed. But Jonathan Taylor, if he gets one vote, I won't, I won't have a problem. You there? Hello? Zach, yeah, my mic went out. Oh, okay. (laughs) But you can hear me. I couldn't
1: hear you. I was, I was, oh, so
0: I just was talking to all you guys. Zach had no idea what I said. But again,
1: no, I know I got, I did get the majority of it. I didn't get the tail end. I do understand and I value your Deacon Jones analogy because you're right. I just don't think that, you know, that was over a long period of time over a career. We're talking about a short one year stint. And I think that's the difference. Of And it's situational. I also will, I think we can all agree on its situation. This year is different than last year. But if Derrick Henry didn't get it, there wasn't a clear cut. Like Aaron Rodgers, like he didn't have this. I'll say this. Last year, Aaron Rodgers year, I didn't feel the same way as I did about the Lamar Jackson MVP year or the Patrick Mahomes MVP type year. And Derrick Henry made history. I mean, Jonathan Taylor hasn't made anything.
0: Yeah, no, Aaron Rodgers won he hasn't the MVP. Done,
1: uh, Jonathan Taylor has not made a single bit of history.
0: Right. Uh Aaron Rodgers won the MVP last year, and it wasn't even his best statistical season. Right? But think about this. That's why my answer is
1: no, Austin. So you uh, think J- Aaron Rodgers. Jonathan Taylor win? has not even made a single iota of history, and nobody gives a damn about team history for the Indianapolis Colts. Green Bay Packers, you beat Brett Favre in touchdown passes, only throwing 93 interceptions mind-blowing. Now that's history that I actually means something. has not done a damn thing that, that he will be remembered for. So that means he doesn't earn a MVP vote. Here, uh, uh, yeah. My last thing that I was thinking about, this is crazy. If the Packers lose to the Vikings, because they ain't going to lose to the Detroit Lions uh, the last week of the season, that I, I did the math, the four-team race, the four-team tie team tie, it goes to conference win. the Cowboys are nine and one in the NFC and mm-hmm. Dak Prescott would lead his team to the number one seed. Austin, is there any way with his injuries and maybe up and down play that he could get the MVP if they get the number one seed?
0: I mean, if you think that's going to happen, I'd go put your money on Dak Prescott at plus 2000 right now. <laughs> you see <laughs> like, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So you know we get our we get our uh BetMGM free ten dollar bet every Monday which is today which should be hitting the account around ten o'clock this morning like it always does. If if that's what you think could happen, then you better go put that ten dollars on Dak Prescott plus two thousand. But, but I, isn't I, that I, what future bets are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've got a couple out there that I'm hoping to come to fruition in the next week or two. But I I don't know I don't know if that's who do the Cowboys had to finish. They have the Cardinals and the Eagles. Which are two teams better
1: than the Vikings and the Lions? I'm just I'm throwing it out there though. Yeah, but but you want to play hard teams so you beat hard teams because that's when people will vote.
0: I am placing I am placing my $10 free bet today on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl again. I've already got one of them. I've got like
1: three of those.
0: I know I've got I need the Rams to win the Super Bowl, (laughs) but uh, I've got the Chiefs. Uh, I've got a couple in the Chiefs. I'm gonna put I'm gonna go one more on the Chiefs. Uh, and then I've, then the next week I'm going to the Packers again and then start to load up and kind of flip flop on that one. So that's, that's where I'm putting my free $10 bets on. All right. You ready for bad sales job? Let's wrap up this Monday show with a bad sales job segment. Uh, but first let me tell you guys about our friends at Mandu, the pulse of fitness where one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. Go check them out. It is a f- full-body uh, electronic muscle stimulation workout. It, it's easy on your joints, so it's not going to hurt all those old injuries, or old banged-up joints. And you can't, if you can't lift weights like you used to, go to Mandu, Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. Build that muscle, target that hard-to-burn body fat, and get right uh, as we head into the new year. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. And if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, they'll take $100 off your first month when you sign up at Mandu.com.
1: And don't forget, sign up for BetMGM. Place those future bets, whether it's on DAC or the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl or whoever you feel. They will field those bets right there. Download the app today. Use the promo code A T O Z Sports. Let's get
0: it. Bad sales job on a Monday. How this works is we each give the other something to sell. It's a bad scenario, it's a hard sell. And we have 30 seconds to do our best bad sales job lucas has a great bad sales job uh that i i'm not gonna steal it because i've already got mine uh but i'm curious to see what i'm not gonna say it until zach says his because i don't want to ruin zach's just in case it is It's that's not mine okay so lucas says sell us on why covid won't affect any more games <laughs> that's a great one because it is uh it is doing what it does and affecting football games all right zach uh do you want to hit me with mine first
1: yeah, we can do that. I absolutely can. All right. Your bad sales job. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you where the heart is. And Ooh. this is going to be tough. It would be tough for me. And that's kind of how I justify it. Hard sell. So you have to sell us on why owning a dog is completely stupid and that nobody should do it. It's not gratifying. It's stupid. Owning a dog is the dumbest and the worst thing that you've ever done. So you got 30 seconds on the clock to sell that. Uh, I I, I did did it because I didn't want to do it. So uh, you got 30 seconds of the clock. Full disclosure, I have a dog. Austin has two dogs. We both love all of our dogs. Uh, And Lucas, yeah, I hate you, Zach. So 30 seconds of the clock. Start whenever you're ready. Hmm.
0: Owning a cat is the way to go over a dog because dogs take a lot of work. They're more expensive. They have more attention. Uh, you have to go continue to buy them things to play with them. Cats are way easier. You don't even have to feed them half the time. Half the time, they go out there and get their own food. So if you're going to have a pet, a cat is the way to go over a dog. Don't waste your time or your money on a dog. Oh, I hated that. I had to go like the. I, no, I, I had I, to go.
1: It, it was the only way to go,
0: but it still Ugh. is bad. I had to go the 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 thing that was not going to break my heart as much, you know. God, that sucked. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Zach, you have to sell me on why Jonathan Taylor should be a unanimous MVP of the NFL. He should get all fifty votes this season. Are you ready? Clock's going when you're going.
1: Most valuable player. That's the reason why. Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams to help him out. Who does Jonathan Taylor have? Carson Wentz? That guy blows. That's the reason why he's the unanimous MVP. He has helped the Colts to this unbelievable streak. Austin, you said it yourself earlier in the show. There's one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in the NFL. There's one sole reason. That's Jonathan Taylor. Every single solitary vote should go to number 28 because he doesn't have anybody. Carson Wentz, that's not the guy.
0: All right. Who won that one, Austin or Zach? All you got to do is comment our name, Zach or Austin, Austin or Zach. No other stuff. Just comment your vote. And the first to 20 votes wins the bad sales job uh, week. So I'm going to let the comments roll in for a second, and then I'll start counting as I allow you guys to get a head start. And uh, I think surprise, surprise. Uh, Tank says me. So one nothing, 2 nothing. I don't think Lucas is a – is that a vote? I'm not sure what that is. Um, so 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, 5-0, 6-0, 6-1, 6-2, 7-2, uh, 7-3, 7-3 uh, 9-4, 9 uh, uh, 9-6, 10-6, 6 12-6, 12-7, 13-7, 13-8, 14-8, 15-8, 16-8, 16-9, 17-9, 18-9, 18-10, 18-11, 18-12, 18-13, 18-14, I won. I you won.
1: pity votes. Yes,
0: oh my God. I won, baby. I took that and shoved it right back at you.
1: Pity votes.
0: Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> and it's because of Kane. That's uh, it's a strategy or whatever, but it, ah. it's it's any cold stuff is a no-go. It's not basing it on the actual the sales
0: job yeah well, that's and, that and means so, you didn't do a good enough job well, maybe
1: we just have to alter and uh and, have to and, stay in uh, in lane
0: here's the other thing i did too uh sheila says i have a cat pick, so she had to go Austin. so i i won yeah I but won that's the not why you won <laughs> i got the pity vote and the cat votes joe dan says i got the cat votes so i yeah, got there, the pity and there's the not
1: as many cat votes as there well, are clearly there's high Colts votes.
0: well uh well, I still I don't know. I think I got pity. No, intact. I mean, this again, you won. I the
1: votes are the votes, but the reason why is because people hate Jonathan Taylor. So, uh, we may have to alter that in the
0: future. Alter what?
1: Well, that we that neither of us can have to sell against, uh, no,
0: it's a bad yeah. sales job. You gotta do your best.
1: Well, then you just do the same thing every time, it would turn yeah, into a sports do bad that, sales Lord. job.
0: No, okay, all right, all right. just because Zach lost, he wants to change the rules. All right, A to Z Sports, great Monday show, uh, big Monday show. So hope you guys had a great Christmas weekend. We'll be back tomorrow morning uh, to react more about what this week's going to be for the Titans and the Dolphins. The Vols are in town with the Music City Bowl. Buck Rising will be live, uh, tonight for A to Z Sports Prime Time. And I just saw a comment. It starts with agriculture. (laughs) So uh, Buck Rising live tonight at 8 p.m. Central time with A to Z Sports primetime. The Dolphins play tonight. You get some self-scouting done, some early scouting done from the fans. So we'll see you guys later on. Also check out our podcast network as more podcast content rolls out throughout the week, including the Big Orange podcast that has some news about our Vols bowl game coverage later on this week. So we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Have a great rest of your Monday. Appreciate it.
1: Adios.